What's going on, everybody? It's 9 o'clock, 9 p.m., Friday, August 16th. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast. We are here to discuss some things as far as hip-hop goes. We're, ha- we're having a brief, a small discussion. Today, we're talking about artists that you miss. Artists that you miss. Rap artists that you miss. We'll be talking about that. We'll also be talking about the shooting in Philadelphia that took place a couple of days ago in North Philadelphia. Nice town. North Philadelphia. We're talking about that. So we're going to discuss that situation. We're going to talk about should rappers stay in the hood? We're going to talk about should rappers stay in the hood, rappers you miss, but first we're going to talk about the situation in North Philadelphia, because we spoke on this already, we spoke on this the day it happened, actually, we spoke on this the day it happened, it was unfortunate, it was crazy, it's tragic, nobody died, thank goodness, but people were injured, police officers Kids could be traumatized behind that. Adults could be traumatized. It could trigger their PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder. It could trigger a lot of things. That one situation, it was crazy. If you wasn't there, you wouldn't understand how wild it was and how it affected people. In the city of Philadelphia It affected everybody Yeah, it, it, it affected everybody It affected everybody It's affecting people now Because that was crazy So let me get into what we're going to talk about See, the, the other day was a shooting in Philadelphia The guy, I'm going to bring you guys up to speed To all my people that's out of, out of, out of the midst That's not in Philadelphia That's overseas I'm going to bring you up to the speed so there was a call for a warrant. The cops go into the house. The guy starts shooting. He had an AK-47. In Philadelphia, that's the gun of choice. The AK-47. That's the gun that guys have. That's the gun that guys will hurt you with. That's the gun if you come to Philly you get caught slipping. Most likely... You'll get touched with that. Alright? So, he shoot at, he shot at the cops. It's a daycare center across the street. But he kept shooting at the cops. Shooting and shooting and shooting. It was a standoff. In the middle of him shooting at these cops, cops were getting hit. You know, you have a couple of cops getting hit. Now, when these cops getting hit, when these cops getting hit, it triggered something. It was it was chaotic. It was very chaotic. So now, people were outside. They were watching. 
they were cheering, they were booing the cops, they were beating the cops, smacking on them and spitting on them and throwing stuff on them. One cop got punched in the face. Fast forward, the guy surrenders. So, um, he surrenders, he comes out the house. They put him on the ground, unscratched, unharmed. Throw him in the police truck. Throw him in the police truck. And they take him to where he, to the precinct. He's not charged yet with anything. As of yet, he's not charged. So he's being detained right now. And if you guys don't know what detained means, detained means he's being held in police custody. Now, what I'm about to get to is they're having a rally for him in North Philadelphia in the neighborhood where all this took place. They're having a rally. The rally is saying that you have the right to bear arms. Okay, this guy, you do have the right to bear arms. And I'm not going to sit here and say you don't. But this guy, this is a very touchy thing right here. Cause you got to be careful what you say. You got to be very careful how you word stuff. Because once again, this guy was wanted for six homicides. So he had six, so he allegedly caught six bodies. He was in a stash house. He was in a stash house when a warrant was being issued. He heard that door go, and then they broke, and you know what I mean? Did that? He got that gun and started shooting. Because he didn't want to go to jail. You know, he wasn't shooting because he was a warrior, and he was an all-out killer and shit like that. Even though he got these bodies, allegedly got these bodies. So, um, but he had this, he did what he had to do. He shot at the cops. Over 200 rounds of ammunition was used that day. And it lasted from 4 o'clock to, I say, 12.30. All day. All day long. Now, like I said, they're having a rally for him. Saying that he was innocent for what he did. He he was just his his actions were justified. His actions were justified. I'm gonna sit here and say that that's kind of bullshit. You know, your actions can't be justified if you're in a if you're in that spot. You're in that spot. And you know what's going to happen to you. You know they're coming. You don't know they're coming, but they're in there. And you get caught up. I mean, I know he had to figure out what he had to do. He had to go out with a blaze of glory, I guess. But he knows what he did was dumb. It was pretty stupid. It was stupid. Anybody with common sense would say, yo, that was dumb. That was stupid. 
nobody will sit here and look at that situation and say that was the shit because it wasn't it wasn't it was very dumb it was stupid it wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't the smartest of decisions now he probably will never come home he'll never see the day daylight again and I'm gonna say never because because never you're not coming home you shot six cops um, there's a lot of attempted murders right there with an assault rifle that most that nine times out that ten times out of ten wasn't licensed and there's no way you can walk around Philadelphia with a AK-47, whether it's concealed. You, how can you conceal an AK-47? You can't. It's an assault rifle. It belongs in the army, in the military. You know, so um, the young boy just did a lot of dumb shit. He did a lot of. He got a lot of red flags, a lot of strikes against him. And um, they're they're having a rally for this kid. It's probably, they're probably going to be looked at as the most stupidest people rallying in America, in American history. You're probably going to look at, you're probably going to look at, look, be looked at as the dumbest people in America. You got a license because it's the law that you carry a license. You have to have a license to carry. This just what it is. You got the right to bear arms, yeah. But this is the law. This is what people vote for. This is what people vote for. If you vote, you vote for this, for this. You vote for stuff like this, for licenses. You gotta have, you can't walk around. If somebody, if somebody, God forbid, shoots somebody in your family with an illegal pistol, you guys will have a fit. You know, so let's knock on wood that that never happens. But you have to have a license because it's just what it is. You know, it's just what it is. You walk around with a gun without a license and see what happens when you get picked up by the, by the cops. You're going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail if you walk around with a gun without a license in Philadelphia, New York, anywhere for that matter. That gun not licensed... You got it in your hand, you doing five to ten years. And some of these in some cases they give you a year for every bullet. Like, come on, man. You can't walk around with no gun without no license. That's crazy. You better not do it. I don't recommend anybody try that. You know, because it's all you doing is setting yourself up for the kill. You most likely will never see the never see daylight. Like probably like ten years. You'll probably get ten. Some dudes that got felonies get caught with a gun. They never come home. They get mandatory life sentence. You know what I'm saying? It's just a fact. Guns and the guns are are set up for for for, for certain people. You know, but like I said, they're doing this protest. I really don't agree with it. I think these people are out there looking crazy, protesting, holding up picket signs. We want freedom. 
we want freedom, whatever they saying, it don't make sense. It don't register. It don't register. But as we transition out of that sad and boring topic, as we transition out of that, I wanted to talk about rappers, entertainers in the neighborhood or in the hood, in the urban area. What should they be here or should they not be here? Do they have a right to live in their community, or should they leave? Or should they leave? Should they feel uncomfortable in their own neighborhood? You know, because you got these rappers, you got entertainers. So you have entertainers, rappers. You got. Neighborhood famous people that got stores, boutiques, whatever. Should they be able, should they be comfortable living in their own community? Where they pay their taxes and where they carry out their um, daily routine. Should they be able to like run in the neighborhood and jog and exercise in the park and do yoga? Can they do stuff like this? Or is it true that they should leave? And go to like somewhere where they're where they're where they're more comfortable. Because we're in a neighborhood, we're in a we're in a time where, and it's always been like this. We're in a time where you can't you can't you can't show off. I guess they call it showing off. Like broke to broke people, it's called showing off. We're in a time where they don't want to see you in the neighborhood. We're not gonna use. I don't want to use Nipsey Hussle as an example. As example, but Nipsey Hussle is in his neighborhood, and his store gets shot. And this happens on many occasions. Many occasions, you know, you got people like that go to their own neighborhood. They want to hang out. They want to go to the store, grab an orange juice or something, grab a little sandwich, and go back in the crib. But they can't do that because there's so much people, so many people out there that look at them like they're not supposed to be there anymore. Like, is that sad or what? Like, they look at them like you're not supposed to be in the neighborhood. You can't be here anymore. You're rich. Bye. Why is that? I mean, what is that all about? You know, because I think I would love to have a celebrity on my block. And I'm barbecuing on my grill and I got my kids running outside and, you know, you, here come the celebrity walking down the steps and they go into their car. And, and you know, while I'm grilling, I'm like, yo, what's going on, man? How you, man? Everything all right? Yeah, man, cool, good look. It's good to see you, man. You looking good, man. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Why can't people do that in the neighborhood? Why can't you just show love to somebody? Why do they have to leave and die in their own hood? They work so hard to get to the level in life that they're at. Just to get shot down. And just in cold blood in their own neighborhood it's interesting it's interesting because now 
because I don't want to say I don't want to get bring race into this, but I have to. I have to. Say you got a white rock and roll star. And he's famous. He's a drummer. He's a drummer. The white rock and roll star is a drummer. He's famous. You know the drummer is one of the most popular people on the on the band. The drummer, the bass guitar, and then the dude on the mic. So say you got the drummer moving into um Elm Street. Where he grew up at. He bought his mom's house. The drummer moved back in. The drummer get all the types of love and praise. The drummer gets the love from the neighborhood. The neighborhood loved the drummer. The drummer's in the hood. The neighborhood loves the drummer. Nobody's thinking about shooting the drummer. The drummer can pull up in, in, in any type of car. Foreigns. He has these parties. He invites his celebrity friends to his old neighborhood. And they chilling. And they laughing. And they got his... His, he got his family And nobody does nothing To this famous rock star You know nobody says nothing To this famous rock star But let that be a black drummer And the black drummer be popping He just hitting the note just All over Every show you see him He's like one of the roots But this ball flashy he liked to he liked to pull up in the Phantom, on a Ghost. He liked to wear Rolls Royce petites on his wrist. He liked to wear the jewelry, everything. He liked the floss, ball main jeans on. He coming into his house and he having parties. And the next day, he has another party, and then he gets shot on his lawn in cold blood. They don't even rob the drummer; they just shoot him dead on his lawn in the house that he grew up in. Am I saying... It's making sense. I hope it makes sense. Because I'm trying to show you the mentality of these neighborhoods. So, now, I don't think it's safe for rappers to move into the hood. I would like for them to stay. But I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's safe for anybody to live in the hood. If you're living in the hood every day when you wake up, you should be worried. You should be worried because you might be next. Young man, 25 years old, Getting off the train, coming from his job, new job at Popeye's Chicken. Getting off the train, steps away from his door, gets shot for a pair of Jordans. How familiar is that? How familiar is that? But you take that young man and you put him in a different environment, young man coming from the bus stop or train, going to his house, and makes it in successfully. It's tough. It's tough. 
It's tough. But I, like I said, when you wake up in those in the hood, you have to have in the back of your mind that you could be next. You could be next. Because these guys that you sit around with and hang with and chit-chat with, smoke with, drink with, laugh with, are the same guys that are gonna that you're gonna watch hurt your feelings. If it's not them, it's the company they keep. If it's not the company they keep, it's their enemies. Either way it goes, you're in trouble. You're in that neighborhood, you're walking around, you think you you think and I understand some guys like, oh, so what? We we hood and this is what it is. We in the hood and that's our neighborhood. We could be able to do what we want to do. But it never was your neighborhood. You just lived it. At a certain age, it's time for you to leave. Let the people that have that keep that. Y'all can stay here. I'm going to go to where it's peaceful at. So, like I said, I don't think rappers should stay in the hood. I think they should leave. The minute they sign their deal, go. Because now the hate's coming. The hate's coming. It's coming. The hate is coming. Shout out to all the rappers that made it and left the hood. Shout out to the people, the regular people that left the hood that will never go back. I won't go back. You got to pull me. I have to be scratching and screaming. My fingerprints, nails, will be stuck in the ground. I'll be being, being pulled. That's how much I will not go back to the old neighborhood. Because I know what it's hitting for. And I know who's out there. And I know what they do. And I know the level of thinking that's out there. It's just not cool. you know. So, um, as we make a transition from out of that to this. I was listening to something the other day. I was listening to some Little Kim, hardcore. I'm bumping Little Kim in my head, saying, "Oh shit, Kim had the shit popping." Then I'm bumping Foxy Brown. I'm like, "Damn, Foxy was getting it. Foxy was getting it. Damn, I wish they still made music." Keyword: I wish they still made music. So I wrote like a small list of people that I wish still made music. And some of them are making music now, but they're not making music that's like around the world hits. They're not making hits anymore. You know, so let me read this list. It's a long list. It's a long list in my head, but I only put a little bit of names down. Mob Deep. I know Prodigy died. God bless his soul. I know Prodigy died, right? But Havoc, where are you? What are you doing? Make some beats. Make some music. So Mob Deep is up there. Mace. I miss Mace. I miss Mace. 
I miss listening to Mason Better. I was at my job and I was um sweeping. While I'm sweeping, I got this broom, I'm sweeping everything up, and I put on welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You know, I put that on. And I just said, damn, I miss Mace. I said, I miss Mace. I miss Mace. I miss listening to Mace rap. I was one of Mace's biggest fans. And when Mace left the game, I said, why? I said, why would he do something like that? I said, he had the momentum. He had the push. He had his foot in the door. He was doing everything he could do. He was styling. He was driving. And, you know, then people say he got into stuff on off the on street shit. He went to church. But still, Mace, you could have been rapping. Still. And still been preaching, Mace. You could have still been preaching and rapping at the same time. I understand you don't want to rap about certain things. You don't want to rap about guns and drugs. And you don't want to rap about the girls and stuff like that. But Mace, we miss you. We miss you. We miss you. And if anybody say they don't miss Mace, you're lying. You lying. You was a Mace fan. Everybody was a Mace fan. Everybody was a Mace fan. Mace ain't have no haters. Mace ain't have no haters. Only haters Mace had was in rap. Like rappers was hating on Mace. You know, you had you had rappers hating on Mace. Like all the rappers that used to think they was thugs and stuff like that. They was hating on Mace because Mace put the shiny suit on. Then nobody liked Mace no more. Nobody liked Mace no more after he put the shiny suit on. So when Mace was Murder Mace, they loved Murder Mace. I was Murder. P. Diddy named me pretty. Did it for the money. Now can you get with me? You know what I'm saying? So Mace was a beast. So I miss Mace. I really miss Mace. Lloyd Banks. I miss Lloyd Banks. And when I seen that Lloyd was 50 on that list, I said, somebody is tripping. Bump they head. And they and they annoying the hell out of me. Because every time I look at the list, excuse me, excuse me, I look at the top and then I look at the bottom, so I'm like, my eyes are going to the bottom of the page. And every time I look at the top and then the bottom, I see Lloyd Banks there at the bottom of the list. Lloyd Banks don't need to be at nobody's bottom list. Lloyd Banks could be a top 25 rapper, a top 20 rapper. He can even be a top 10 rapper. What makes, what makes Lloyd Banks... What makes Lloyd Banks not on nobody's top 10 list is that he's he hasn't followed up with any of his albums. He's basically living off his wealth. He's chilling. He's good. He's in a space. So Lloyd don't got to rap. He, he like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. I don't want to do this. No more. I got my money and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing I'm saying about Lloyd Banks. He should never be 50 on nobody's list. If Lloyd Banks is 50 on a list, 
That's a disrespectful list. So that's one of the rappers I miss rapping. I miss listening to Lloyd Banks. I miss listening to him on them freestyles and mixtapes and stuff like that. You know, because Banks was going in. You know, they used to call Banks the boy wonder. You know, Banks was the shit. So um, another per- another artist, and don't get and don't laugh on my podcast. Don't leave me crazy voice comments saying what was you thinking about my saying this dude name. But I miss. Listen, Hunger for More was a classic. Definitely a classic. But uh, it's an artist that I miss. I miss listening to Cassidy. I miss listening to Cassidy. Y'all might laugh on my pocket. They might say, yo, this dude tripping. He said Cassidy. But I miss the album Cassidy. The mixtape Cassidy. When Cassidy put out that I'm a Hustler song. That was the that was the shit. That was the shit. Get on your iPods and listen to Cassidy, real quick. And you're gonna say, "God damn, young boy was nice." So when I'm listening to Cassidy, I'm like, "Damn, dog, this boy had this shit." And then he stopped, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened? Why is he making no more music no more?" You know what I'm saying? So I was kind of pissed at that. And I like that whole situation with Cassidy. Him and Gilly arguing. And Cass was going at it with a few people from Philly. You know, Cassidy and A.R. Ab, Cassidy and Meek Mill. You know, they were using Cassidy's brand to come up. They were using his they were using his brand to get leverage in the game. And he let them. You know, he let them. He like, yo, okay, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Argue with me. Shit on me. Do what you gotta do. You know, he was giving these guys leverage. It wasn't real. I mean, it probably was real with him and AIF. Because, you know, they got a situation. They got a little, some history. And people know the story. They got some history. You know what I'm saying? So, so his, so, you know, I, I fucks with Cassidy. I fucks with Cassidy. Dipset. I'm very upset that Dipset didn't build off that Diplomatic Immunity album. I'm mad that they didn't um, build off that energy. Um, I was crushed more than anything because I'm a Dipset fan. I'm, I'm heavy with the Dipset. So um, when they dropped that album, you know Dipset. When they was Dipset, they were dropping a mixtape every week. I'm just like, yo, y'all know y'all got access to my mix, mymixtape.com, datpiff.com. You know y'all can put music out, right? Y'all can put nonstop albums out. Why aren't y'all putting them on these streaming websites so we can hear some dipset? And now, you know, the dipset is only dipset is only consists of. Cam, Jewels, Jim, and Freak, Freaky. They don't even have their core members. Jr. Jr. Ryder, Hellrell, Forty Cal, um, A Mafia. I'm talking about them. Dipset boys had a had a squad. You know, Ancasa is still with them. 
but you know that really hurt me to see that them them boys put out an album. You know they put out an album, and then don't follow up with anything. Like you know what I'm saying, no fire, no shit, no camera, no killer season two. Like, are you serious? So it's like, damn, dog. Next on the list, I got the game. The game. I miss the game. I miss the game talking that shit. He's from Cali, but he used to rap like a New Yorker. It's almost like Nipsey. Nipsey from Cali. L.A. But Nipsey used to rap on some New York type shit. He used to give it up. He used to give it up. He used to give that shit up. He wasn't the most lyrical, but he put his bars together real good. And Nipsey could rap. You know what I mean? Nipsey even got his start in New York because Nipsey was heavy in the city. You know what I mean? Nipsey was all in the city shooting videos, doing DVDs, and Nipsey was about that shit. I'm talking about as far as being in the area for where you could see him. You know? But the game, you know what I mean? The game used to have it. I used to like when the game would disrespect all the other artists. Like, how about when he was arguing with Chris and Neef? He shitted on Chris and Neef. Young others. Had Cat Williams shit on him, too. The game brought it to Jay-Z. The game bringing it to everybody. Game was bringing it to 50 Cent. Him and 50 was just going at it. You know, 50 would come out with some songs. I smell pussy. You know what I mean? He would come out with songs dedicated. That's dedicated to Ja Rule, but you know what I'm talking about. When 50 Cent was coming at game. He had Tony Yayo and Lloyd Banks all shitting on him. Young Buck. I miss those guys, man. The game was tough. The game was tough. You know, um, I got two two people up here that are like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something again. I, after I get into these two, little Kim, I miss little Kim. I miss little Kim. I miss little Kim. I miss Foxy. I would love to hear Foxy and little Kim rap again. On some real shit, I would love to hear them girls rap, man. Not even together. I just want to hear some good solo albums from them. Now, Beans. I love. I would love to listen to Beans again. He was the shit. Beans was the shit. When Beans first came out, he set the tempo. He set the bar high for Philly. He set the bar very high for Philly. You know, because before, think about it. Before Beans was rapping, who was rapping from Philly? The boy from the Roots. That's probably about it. The boy from the Roots. And nobody really was feeling the Roots like that. People act like they like the Roots, but you motherfuckers don't really like these dudes. Never too much. I wasn't really into the Roots like that. I know the boy can rap. I know he nice. You know what I'm saying? I know he nice. Quest Love on the, you know what I mean? DJing and all that stuff. Black Thought is not, he can be a top five artist. Black Thought can be a top five artist. 
You know, now, if you can put Black Thought in your top five if you want. But I'm going to tell you something. The Roots are a boring rap crew. They're a boring rap crew. They not, they, how many Roots albums has anybody listened to? You know, even though these dudes are on, like, the late night show and everything, um, they very boring. You know, they got a quiet sound. You got to really like that type of music to just sit and listen to that underground shit. Like, the shit they talking. The shit they talking don't don't register with everybody. I mean, I get where he coming from, but that's just not my flow. That's not the way I'm... That's not what I'm listening to. Now, like I said, I did not shit on the ball black dog I said he can be in somebody's top five rap rap rappers but I'm talking about when beans hit hit the hit this hit the scene it changed the whole vibe of Philly you start getting the real Philly now because people seen quest love and they thought that that's what Philly was about they like yo Philly people seen black dog and quest love they like oh so Philly is neo soul and all this stuff no, we got the Philadelphia has a small community full of that. The Jill Scotts, the Jaguar Wrights, and stuff like that. They have a small community of that. But this is a big city full of gangsters. And it's almost like the music industry was hiding that side of Philadelphia. So now you got Beanie Siegel coming out with the South Philly shit. And if this was class, and I had a bunch of people in the class, I would say, raise your hands if you knew what South Philly was before Beanie Siegel rapped. And nobody would raise their hand. Unless you was from Philly. You know, see, out-of-towners, before Beans hit the scene, nobody knew what North Philly was, West Philly was, South Philly, Southwest, um, Northeast, Frankfurt, none of that. Beans put Philadelphia on the map. The only time people said West Philadelphia is when they sung the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song in West Philadelphia, born and raised. That's the only time people use West Philadelphia. So Beanie Siegel is one of the artists that I would love to see here come back. He put Philly on the map. He put Philly on the map. Some people might say, no, nah, no, nah, you wildin'. Eve. Eve did it. No, Eve didn't put Philly on the map. She represented for the women. She said Philly, but she ain't put Philly on the map. Not like Beans did. Not like Beans did. I'll, I'll say some Beanie Siegel bars and that'll drive somebody up a wall. He, he, was, a, he was a problem. He was a problem. It was a very big problem. He really put the city on the map. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for everybody for showing some love and support. Podcast is up and running. I got um, a lot of nice topics to talk about next week. Monday, we're going to get right. We're going to talk about it. Um, I like the um, 
shout out everybody that's in Philadelphia that's going through it right now as far as that situation goes. You guys will be all right. Um, glad no got nobody was hurt as far as children go. Like I said, um, if you um gonna be out there and you're gonna be running around, you gotta pay attention. Look around. Be aware of your surroundings. Um, don't be afraid to um just look. You know, some people walk with their head down so much they're scared to look. So um just be careful out there and enjoy your weekend. Peace.